Hello everyone and welcome to a brand new episode from Setting the Tone. Today is our Blackout Problem Special. Stick around because I'm telling you all about that right after the intro. Hello everyone and welcome to today's Blackout Problem Special. Simply, we've got an interview with Mario coming up from the band where we'll be discussing in depth about the album Riot, which is coming out on the 23rd of February, amongst other topics. I'll be playing you a couple of tracks um, either side of that interview. The first track I'll be playing you is a track called uh, Golofs, featuring Rue Reynolds of Enter Shikari. And then we're going straight into our interview with Mario. Stick around. I choose my words, you choose weapons. Try to carefully, try to carefully You do your worst, I do my best and Try to carefully, try to carefully Don't hurt nobody, no, no fucking body now Don't hurt nobody, no, no fucking body now Take the back, no,
Hello everyone and welcome back to that was track Gloffs featuring Rue Reynolds of Enchikari taken from the Blackout Problems album Riot which comes out on the 23rd of February. Here is our interview with Mario. I hope you enjoyed it. Like I say, we are discussing a host of topics in this interview including the album Riot, the making of the album, some trance and tribulations from the band that they've gone through over the past couple Nice one. Nice to meet you, man. No, lovely to meet you. Thank you for coming on to the show, Mario. Um, everyone, welcome to Mario from the band Blackout Problems. Mario, welcome to Setting the Tone. Thank you so much. Thank you for having me. Not a problem. Um, so we're here today to talk about Riot, uh, which is the follow-up to 2021's um, Dark um, album, I believe it was titled, back in 2021. Yeah. Um, talk me through, Mary. How did the journey come together for Riot in terms of the lyrical themes and putting all of that together, riffs, themes? So um, Riot is very... First of all, the title was like the last thing that came... Um, came about and it really sums up for us what it's about because we have we have a political side to us and we have a personal side and the topics on this record are very um are, yeah very deep i think it's it's very it's something that that really needed to be said and um uh first of all i i kind of look at this record like a personal journey and a personal progress that I had to go through in the last um, two or three years and all the other bandmates as well. So that ref I think the record reflects our personal progress, but also we talk about political topics that we really uh, want to address and that we want to talk about because once we start writing music, I think that a lot of the music and the lyrics that um, I write come from my subconscious. I sometimes I have no idea how I end up with uh, certain songs, but I always feel like, okay, I talk about something that I really want to say um, really deep inside of me. So, um, and it's almost always like I talk about things inside of, uh, inside the songs that I probably would have had, had a really, really hard time talking about um, in a normal conversation or anything. I, I tend to not open up that much um, uh, and I, I really can open up in music, I think. Do you feel when you're writing for music, do you feel that it's more of a safe space and that allows you to open up with music as opposed to talking to a family member or a friend in the street? Yeah, obviously. And because most of the time writing lyrics um, is something that happens just by myself and it's just me in in the room and I can I can be honest for I can be really honest and and it's sometimes pretty brutal what comes out and it's pretty negative and um it sometimes shocks me a bit <laughs> what I can come up with and some some of the things are really um intuitive I think the writing is very intuitive I I have like a, a beat or a riff or anything that's 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 playing for hours and and I just I just write it out just, sometimes there's just verses coming out of me and I've I feel like I feel like that's that's a safe space of course yeah well, you mentioned obviously you're a very political band uh, what is right about is it about political topics in the world currently today or is it about a, a lot of different things 
Yeah, usually I wouldn't really um, call us that political. I, I'd say that we're a band that that have and we have an attitude. I think, and uh, but on the other hand, I feel like not calling us political or not calling us um, um, when we always we're always talking about. Um, things that matter to us and these are um, sometimes political themes uh, topics obviously um, if you look at the the shift to the right at the moment you cannot not talk about that uh, i think it's it's something that really has to um, be put out there and we have a song called whales for example where we um, really address that topic and we also address um that talking about these topics is really hard. And I, um, I think that Wales is something like an anthem for me to um, remind myself that I find the courage to talk about things that are not easy to talk about um, because you tend to get a lot of negative shit and comments on the internet that, that, mm. that sometimes get to you in a way that, that, you feel like, ah, really, do I, do I want to put myself out there now? Do I want to talk about that? Do I want to like make, make a statement about that and, and see all the shitty comments, but Wales is like a song where we remind ourselves that it's, it's really important to do that. It's really important to, to get out there and yeah. um to address those topics. So I think that we, we obviously we talk about, um, the ongoing wars that that shock me in, in a way that um um we talk about the shift to the right and we but we also we also have a very personal side to the record and these these political topics are always looked at through the lens of my eyes that are just obviously very subjective and, and personal and um yeah i have my side to things as i'm the lyricist of the band you, you mentioned about um, speaking up there, which can be a really difficult thing to do in this in this time because we're all entitled to our opinions and our views, and you can put across the best opinion and view, the most educated, but still someone will, like you say, will come onto the internet and say nasty things. So it's really hard to put yourself out there and, and share your thoughts and not you know, have to deal with that negativity um, from some people. So it's very brave and very hard to do, but I'm glad, I'm glad you are doing that as a band speaking out. Yeah. And we're, we're not taking, we know we're not speaking out on every, uh, on, on every topic there is, but um, if there's something that you really feel passionate about and you, you kind of feel like you have to say that, then it's, it's good to have these outlets and to have, to have like social media where you can talk about these things but on the other hand it kind of gets pretty lonely and dark in the internet as well mm -hmm. as soon as as there's something something happening that's that's positive in a way for example i'm going to take the I'm, I'm i'm let's just quickly address the demonstrations that we have in germany at the moment um because we have we have like a big shift to the right um in germany and we have a lot of voters that vote for a party that is called um afd it's like the alternative for germany they call themselves and it's it's a right wing and right ext extremists and uh people they they 
get a lot of votes at the moment. But on the other hand, we have millions taking the streets. And these pictures were taken by the right wing side. Just they they told everyone these are fake news. Nobody's on the street or that it's, it's not that many people on the street as they, as the photographs um, tell you. And as soon as you have that and fake news and, and AI constructed news, and that's something that you you can get lost in. And I think that's, it's very sad how, um, how people use these technologies to construct a picture of the world. That's not really, um, realistic and, but people still believe that people believe in all those, uh, fairy tales that some political parties tell you or some leaders tell you i mean trump is a big thing in the in the, in the u.s obviously where he just he goes on stage and he tells you no it's not like they um uh, like they told you it's like that it's like i'm gonna tell you the 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 truth the real truth and that's um the term post-truth is like it's scary um mm. If if a man has that much power, um, like Trump, and he goes on stage and he just invents his own truth, and people still believe that, and people won't believe the science behind it, that's it's really dangerous at the moment, I think. And we face those we face those problems with climate um, change as well, where people just tell you that we don't believe the science, we believe what we want to believe in, and we don't think that there's something like climate change. So there is nothing like climate change. That's just obviously false but um people tend to believe that and it's yeah it's 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 a scary world agreed very much agree with you um obviously every album is important but does this one feel a little bit more important because of the topics discussed on the album mm, obvious um i th- i'd say that this record is really important um to us as a band for totally selfish reasons, because we've, that's the first one that we, um, that I produced and it really got us out of a, I think a very dark phase as a band after the pandemic, we were, we, we, we were kind of, we, we weren't split up, but at all, but we kind of drifted apart from each other a bit and it, the, the pandemic and not being able to play live was really hard on us because we look at ourselves as a, as a live band for and foremost. And then we, but we also love the work in the studio. So having this record or writing and producing this record wasn't, was like an anchor for me and for us as a band. And now it feels very important to have that um, and to, to release that record and to go on tour and um, have something to play and have something positive um to to say and to do after those um two and a half years that were pretty dark for us as a band because we we were financially ruined um during the pandemic it was it was something that i don't really love talking about obviously because i i really don't like the the business side of things i really love the artistic things and i love the music and i love the message but i i really i'm not a big fan of the business side but um i think i just have to mention really quick that we we did a very big support um tour be, before the pandemic hit and we thought that um it we 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 were really in depth and that was something that broke our necks as a band because we didn't have any perspective and it was it felt really horrible but we worked our way out of that 
and it's it now it feels like a new a new chance a new spark a new youth something that's really inspiring us to um yeah to it it feels really fresh at the moment i think i mean this speaking of fresh this is our fourth record now so um it doesn't really feel like that it feels like our first record because it's yeah it's the first one like i said that we've um self that self produced and it's it feels very very fresh to start over now in terms of um leveling up making this album better what have you tried doing differently mario you mentioned about self-producing um the album was there any other elements whether that be um in better writing uh different riffs different ways of recording whatever it was differently mm, i wanted to make it more personal sound wise i i took a lot of very poorly recorded um, tracks and put them on the record. Uh, what I mean by that is the last time we did a record, we've, we've written some of the songs in, in a little cabin in the mountains in Austria. And we felt like these are great demos and they sound amazing. And we really want to take it a step further and go into the studio and record everything all over again. And after doing that, we thought, why did we do that? Because the the first the first demos they really had a vibe and it was hard to um recreate that vibe in the studio obviously the recording got better and the sound got better of the record but it sometimes we really struggled with keeping the personality in um by re-recording everything and trying to do everything trying to make every everything sound perfect and it's not about sounding perfect it's it's about sounding unique, I thought, while recording this record. So each and every time I recorded something and whether it was recorded properly or not, I kept it in as long as it had personality and as long as I liked the vibe of it. So, for example, we've we've recorded guitars only with like one guitar into the interface and the the sound was that there wasn't big amps and big microphones and a big expensive studio or anything i just um took my guitar took an interface took the laptop recorded um something and yeah it's, i i as soon as i had a vibe i thought i wanted to um keep that and not recreate anything in the studio or do anything with like um yeah proper recording equipment or anything. Yeah, that's that that took me some time and some courage to do that because as soon as um as soon as you do that, you commit on 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 certain tracks and on certain sounds and on certain recordings and you as a producer, you are like if if it goes wrong, then you're obviously the fingers on you and 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 you know that's 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 a pretty that's a pretty tough thing. Um, and it made me kind of nervous, but we had a great mixing engineer and I, and I knew that he's gonna, he's gonna make everything sound good. And yeah, he's going to tell me if I really, really mess up, but, um, yeah, it turned out, it turned out pretty good. And I really want to encourage people to try that as well, because I was really intimidated by producers and by, by big studios. And sometimes I didn't know how every desk works and every compressor works and stuff like that. And I, this record was all about trying stuff and it took us a long time to finish that. And we've worked on that for something like two and a half years, but it was, it was something that taught me so much that I 
um, I'm really inspired by, by the whole progress of trial and error. Um, yeah, it, it's, it's something that shaped the record in a way and made it more sound more personal and unique. Oh, good. It, it feels like as much as, um, work has gone into the album, there's been a lot of reward come back from the album. But in terms of like you say about, you know, you were producing, you didn't necessarily know what to steps to take, but you've, you've done that and, and the reward has come out from that now. Yeah. It feels like it's way more exciting to put out something that you've self-produced than, than, um, yeah, it's, it's, it's more personal and the reward, um, that we get is, is very good feedback at the moment, which is great because we actually, we thought about what do we want to say and how do we want to sound like? And we really came up with the idea of just doing what we like and just doing the sounds that we um, can make. And we didn't change. We didn't, we didn't have a master plan to, to make this mainstream record or anything. We, we just wanted to do whatever we want to do and the label and the management just let us do that. So that, that was really great because they, they gave us the trust and um, they, um, of course they had their opinions, but at the end of the day, we just made whatever we wanted to make. Maybe they, they knew how stubborn we were and how, um, <laughs> how hard it is to tell us, um, what we like have to do. But on the other hand, it's, it's really important for a band, I think, to keep their spirits and to in order and to, yeah, let, let a band just do what they want to do. Agreed. It gets the best creativity. One of the things I've noticed, and hopefully I'm right in saying is you have gone from a four piece band to a three piece band. Um, how did that help or not help when it came to making this album? Was that something that was easy to transition from or did that have any problems to do that? That was very hard on us. Um, when, when the fourth member left the band, that was something that we really, um, that, that shook us a bit, but on the other hand, it, it, um, we, as, as like the, the core of the band now with three piece. Now we really committed on doing that. And, uh, we have two drummers now who share the stool, the drum stool. And, uh, it's, it's great to have them in the band and they, they are both on the record and they both helped us to create that. And, um, yeah, I, I think we kind of lost a band member, but we gained so much more perspective on our band and we've gained so much more knowledge about how do we communicate with each other? What are our goals? What are, what are definitely no goals for the band and what, where do we want to be? Where do we not want to be? And, um, yeah, what it is that we want to do. It's just, for me, the band is an outlet. For me, the band is a way to be creative and to express myself. And that's what Riot is totally about. It's just a way that um, to, it's an anchor. It's, it's, it's a way of expression and it's um, so free. It's very free. And that's, that's important um, to mention, I think. So going from a four piece to three piece really shook us up. But at the end of the day, we've, we, we um, had a very positive outcome of the whole situation. And 
yeah, recording was a bit different because we we were used to being in the studio and just um, as a four piece or even as a three piece because, uh, sorry, I don't want to be too complicated, but I have to mention that before we were four piece, we were actually a three piece. So yeah, we used to be a band with a drummer, bassist and a guitar um, and guitarist. And we used to just go into the studio for two or three days and uh, record everything live in a room together. And that that was for example our first record holy and each and every time we um we try to save up a little more money to have a little more time in the studio so the next record was like eight days in the studio and the next record was like two weeks in the studio so um this time we did everything a little bit different we didn't record in one room um together we recorded separately and we recorded over um two and a half years basically because um, uh, we've never rented a big studio. We've never, um, put our money into that. We've only, um, recorded in studio situations that we like got for, um, either got for free or we, um, recorded in our rehearsal space. Mm -hmm. So that was very, um, helpful in a way, but on the other hand, it took way, um, more time for us. But as I said, I've learned a lot during um, the process of this record and uh, hopefully the next record um, will be as creative as this one because the the turnout is, is pretty good for us. I think um, as a band, we now, and as a newborn three piece, we now have a record that we can be proud of and that we um, can bring out on tour now. When you're making a new album, how do you adjust your mindset? Do you look at the past and take any ideas from the past? Or do you say, no, it's a fresh album, fresh canvas? Yeah, actually, as soon as we've um, put out the last record, Dark, in 2021, we've already started writing um, new songs. And we didn't know if that's, a, if that's a record or not. And usually we're not like, hey, you know what? Let's do a record now. We're more like, we write songs occasionally and then... At one point, we reflect on what do we have now? Is that going to be a record or not? And um, obviously, we've put out records every two or three years now. And um, there should be some kind of a tradition or some kind of a routine, but there isn't actually. Um, there's always a point where we where we stop writing and look at what we've done so far and all the demos. And this time we've had more than ever. We had this time we had um, something like 45 or 40 sketches or demos or even finished songs. And we look at them and we try to figure out, is there a record hidden in between those, those lines and what is missing? And, um, what do we have to um, adjust to to make it a record? I think that's that's the way it goes. So it's more a retrospective on what we've what we've written as supposed as like we don't start with a master plan of hey let's write ten songs about this and this topics and then we have a record. It's always um, the other way around. We write songs and then we look at the songs and and um, try to find out what are these songs about and what. Um, what does it tell me or what does it um, what are the topics and is there is there a similarity between the songs and are they um, are there topics that we um, talk about in one than more than one song and then yeah it kind of um, 
puzzles together the um the record Oh, thank you very much. Is there a, a particular song or a section of this album that you go, wow, I'm really proud of that. We've, we've achieved what we wanted to there. Yeah, uh, there are a lot of these um, moments and, and on the record. And one, for example, is the, is the song Funeral. Because Funeral, is, it's very positive. It starts with a major chord in the chorus and we've never done that, I think. Uh, it, it's very poppy, I think. and that's what I'm really proud of is that we can do that and our listeners really embrace that in a way because the feedback was very good on that song. We've put out um, Funeral in December, I think. And I was pretty nervous about releasing a song that is that uplifting and that positive and that poppy. But I'm really proud that we've um, achieved that and we we did that because... Um, it means that we can do anything. We, we, we're not this rock band that has to sound the same each and every time and on each and every uh, record we have the same elements. We always change and we, we keep it interesting and we progress and um, that's, that's what I love about, uh, about our band. Thank you. Um, in terms of inspirations in general, where do you pull inspirations from? Do you pull inspiration from everyday things like playing football or going to the shops or relationships? Um, yeah, from everyday things, I think. A lot of the um, impressions that you get, they I collect them in my subconscious and on I I'm a I think about stuff a lot and sometimes when you write a song then you come up with lyrics and you you um rediscover things that you kept thinking about a lot in the lyrics and you're like oh, okay that's I I have I had that in me I really wanted to find the right words but I couldn't in other situations but I can now in 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 the music so um like that's how I would describe the um, having the music as an outlet and the inspiration for that is can be totally diverse it's it's completely different sometimes and um yeah on this on this record for example the um a lot of the inspiration came from what has happened to us in the in the last um two and two and a half years and isn't every record a bit like a diary? I think it's, it's always, um, if I, if I listen to a record and I'm transported back into that time and I, I know that, oh, okay, these, these lyrics were written in, in, in back in, I don't know, 2016. And that was my situation back then. I didn't have an apartment. I was living on friends' couches and uh, I'm like, oh, okay, yeah, I really find myself in the lyrics again. Uh, so I guess that the everyday life and the outside world plays a big part um, in in writing new music and new records. We, I, I've never, I don't, I don't fantasize about things. I don't come up with worlds that, that and and with fairy tales that that are not there. Each and every line and each record always speaks about something that happened to me or that I'm interested in and and keep thinking about. Thank you. In terms of um, this album sitting amongst the previous albums, where do you think it sits? Do you reckon it's the best um, album to date, the best body of work from Blackout Problems? I think that's, that's that's a hard question because 
the new record is always the best record, I guess. Um, especially for musicians, it's always like, you know, uh, newer is always better, I think. And, um, but yeah, I'm, um, I think that every listener has to decide for themselves if, uh, they, they love the record or they like an older record better. And that probably will change over the course of time. But to me, it's, it's the best one yet because it's, um, it's, the uniquest i think it's it's most unique um it's it, yeah it's very free and it's very it sounds fresh i think it's just um uplifting and different it's i love it <laughs> but it's i i'm i'm probably very biased <laughs> no, no that's fine you're allowed the new one is always allowed to be the favorite do you feel it's always difficult to um obviously write and record what you want but equally you're trying to ensure that the fans are happy as well yeah that's something that, <laughs> that we ignore um uh, for the writing process the writing process is always very um let's say it's egotistical we don't we don't think about the an audience we don't think about the crowds and we especially don't think about our listeners um, while creating something because we need to have that freedom. Um, we need to be free in the moment and to be able to, um, yeah, take it a step further. If we think about, okay, what's, what's the best song that, what's, what's um, the, the song that gets the best reaction from the crowd live, then it, uh, we would probably cheat on ourselves and we would like lie to ourselves because we, would try to recreate something that's already there. And why should we do that again? That's like, I don't know. I think that's, I know that there's some bands that work like that and some bands that really grow big on that. And, you know, um, it's, it's, it's not even a bad thing, but to us, it's, um, we really want to take it a step further each and every time and try to recreate those moments where the crowd really gets what we want to do but keep it fresh every time. That's the biggest goal for, for us as Black Eyed Problems. And I know that that's sometimes it's really hard for our listeners to, we, that's, that's one listener. And each time we, he's, he's been listening to our band for a long time. Each time we put out a new song, he's like, you know, I really love that song, but I, it, it, it has some elements that I really have to get used to. <laughs> and I'm not sure if I follow you as a band uh, much longer, if you keep like, um, uh, keep getting weirder and weirder, but we always tend to write back, you know what? It, it's nice having you on the journey. And he always comes back. He always comes back to the shows and he's always like, you know what? When I've listened to that record for the first time, I was like, what are you doing now? But then after listening to, for, uh, listening to it for a while, I thought that, yeah, it's exactly what I wanted this record to be. And <laughs> that's perfect. I think that's so nice to, we really have a good relationship to our, um, to our audience and they, they, yeah, um, sometimes have great feedback to us and they keep wishing, uh, for certain songs on the set list and we keep playing what we want to play, but they still um, come back and and I think that's something that they love about us as a band that we we're not a mainstream band we're not like everybody wants us to be we are the way we are and that's that's I mean I guess that's something that a lot of people say about their own band but <laughs> for us it's like yeah we are three um, guys who 
cannot do anything uh, about it. We're just the way we are, and that's that. That's what you get. None of us is um, is a professional uh, trained musician or something. Uh, we just can do what we can do, and that's that's all. Yeah. Keep being unique, Mario. Keep being unique. Yeah, yeah, band. yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what is next for Blackout Problems? What can we expect to see and hear? Yeah, in exactly one month, we're going to release uh, the new record, Riot, and you can pre-order that now if you want to, and you can um, visit us on tour. Sadly, we're not in the UK with that package, but we'll be on uh, a mainland Europe um, tour with Anta Shikari and Fever 333. Wow, good. That's a really cool tour. Yeah, it's amazing, and it's it's a really big honor for us being on that tour. I mean, um, we've been fans of Enter Shikari for a long time, and it's it's great to to get this opportunity. Um, yeah, we play in Germany, in France, in um, the Netherlands, and in Belgium. And yeah, we'll play some festivals in the summer, but not too many. We're focused on playing our own tour and most of uh, the country that's getting most of the shows is actually the UK so um, yeah we'll be there for sure in October November I think I think in November but we'll start the tour in October in in Germany and yeah I don't know it's it's probably the the biggest tour that we've done so far with the most countries we play in Czech Republic Poland Germany Austria Switzerland France Netherlands Belgium UK Hungary and yeah that's that's for us that's really really um amazing that we're able to do that because we've I've always loved traveling especially with our music and um yeah let's hope that someone shows up to these shows <laughs> that way uh, the UK's excited to see you guys later in the year should be good fun yeah I feel like there's something in the water in the UK we really love playing there and we it's it's great what um to get to get good feedback over there it's you know it's an honor to to play in the uk because we've been influenced heavily by uk bands and by um as as english not being our native language as you can tell probably mm -hmm. by my stumbling around <laughs> um i do my best i try my best but i'm i know that it's far from being perfect um but we've always loved to um to write uh, English lyrics and to like expand our horizons a bit and to leave our hometown and leave our home country and that's yeah playing in the UK is is, is exciting and it's appreciate the audiences over there thank you uh, just a couple of uh, fun questions to close out our time um, if you could make an album with any band or artist who would that be it's a good question I love I love the doors um, I think the Doors would be like um, a great band to do an album with because obviously it's not possible. <laughs> but mm -hmm. uh, on the other hand, it's it's a band that has always been very unpredictable. And Jim Morrison as a frontman and as a lyricist and vocalist is so unpredictable. It's yeah, it's I think they had a great chemistry in, in inside of them. And then lastly, what makes music so special for you? That's a good question. And I think one of the things that makes music special to me and as cliche as it sounds, it makes me feel a bit more at home and a little less lost and a little less lonely. 
And that's something that we, yeah, as I, as I said, it might sound cliche, but if you think back to the days where you've been a teenager and you've been sitting in your, in your room and you had your record player there and you've put on a record by any band, let's, let's say Nirvana or something like that. And there's a voice there's, there's, there's a voice coming from the speakers and it speaks to you in a way that nobody has ever spoke to you. And it's, it's remarkable how music can make you feel at times. And it's, I've been angry and lost and lonely and sad and I've had every emotions and I've just listened to music and it got me, it got me back on track or it, I don't know. It's, it's just, yeah, I love music and I love to be able to do that. Thank you very much. Mario, thank you very much for your time. I wish you all the best with the touring and, and the album release next month. I hope everything goes well and hopefully see you on the, on the UK show later in the year. Thank you so much. It'd be great to meet you in person. If you have any, uh, if you see a show uh, nearby, then please tell us and, and yeah, come there. Thank you so much for having me on the show and thank you so much for taking your time. No, thank you for your time as well. I appreciate it. Take care. All the best, Mario. Thank you. Bye-bye. So that was the incredible Mario from the band Blackout Problems. I want to say a massive, massive thank you to a couple of people for helping put this together. First, I want to thank Mario from Blackout Problems for giving his time, um, you know, and and speaking a really great interview, um, considering that English is not their first language over in Germany. So a massive shout out to him. I want to give a massive shout out to Willful Publicity and in particular, David, thank you for approaching me um, before Christmas. And then we're, you know, entering the new year and we've, we've got this one set up. Um, massive shout out to all the fans out there for tuning in to today's episode. It means the absolute world. I wish Blackout Pops all the best with all the touring they've got planned for this year. Of course, Riot, I hope it's an absolute success. And with the pun intended, I hope it riots in the charts for the band. Um, here comes the, the final track from the album that we're playing today, which is entitled Funeral. I think this is the band's favourite track to date from the album. So I hope you enjoy it. Let's start a beautiful riot. The sun will never be quiet. No, everybody's invited. The sick, the lonely, the tired.
Hey everyone and welcome back. That was the track Funeral taken from the album Riot, which is out on the 23rd of February. Please, 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 if you haven't done this already and you're a fan of the band, go and check this one out. If you're not particularly um, aware of the band, and in truth, I'm going to be honest, until I was approached, I wasn't aware of Blackout Problems, but I've added it into the Apple um, list, if you will, or you can add it to your Spotify list. We all pay, what, £10, £12, whatever it is a month now. Pop the album in there when it comes out. If you like it, great. If not, take it out. Nothing lost, nothing gained. Once again, thank you to everyone that's tuned in. Thank you for the continued support. Um, I hope to bring you more and more content throughout 2024. And of course, if you're in a band or a solo artist and you're, you know, you're starting in the band or you're starting as a solo artist or you're already established and you've got something that you're working on and you're going to be releasing or touring, whatever it may be, and you wish to come onto the show and discuss it, you can. Um, I'll do my very best to accommodate that request. You can reach out to make that request via email, which is stt-setintoneoutlook.com, or you can reach out through the Facebook and Instagram channels, which is simply Set and Tone UK Podcast. Again, thank you very much for tuning in. Until next time, bye-bye for now.